Hello and welcome to another episode. Today we start with the topic, the most obvious GTA 6 scam ever. So it probably doesn't surprise you to learn, but I receive a real large amount of emails that are clearly fake scams related to sponsors, right? So the thing has been happening for many years that scammers have realized that especially smaller creators, they're so desperate to get like their first sponsors or whatever, that they'll respond to basically anything and it only takes opening the wrong file and they can have your details and stuff. In the vast majority of cases, these look really obvious and you know which ones are fake. I'm fortunate of course to have managers that go through these emails for me, so I'm less likely to be caught by such things. However, some scams are really, really obvious and I wanted to show one here. From rockstar.ad at kakio, Com. Esteemed YouTuber, we at Rockstar would like to propose a remunerated partnership with your channel to promote the beta version of Grand Theft Auto 6. Our cooperation with you will be a long-term agreement. Furthermore, both parties have agreed to maintain confidentiality of the compensation. As creators of GTA 6, we aim to provide entertaining experiences for our players and believe that this partnership is another step forward to achieving that. If you are keen about this opportunity, please let us know and we will arrange the terms further. <laughs> I'm like, this is one of my viewers screwing around, right? But no, this actually just fits the format of like all the other sort of scam emails that I receive. <laughs> Who is going to be taken in by that? Funny email. Of course I'm going to respond to me and I want to get in on GTA 6 as soon as possible. The Vanishing of the YouTuber Mitten Squad Recently when I talked about in community posts the phenomenon of creators like just vanishing and people wondering what happened to them. There was one creator that was mentioned by a lot of people named Mitten Squad. I'm not too familiar with their content. I've simply heard their name said in the challenge run kind of space where people have talked about how some of my content could be seen as similar to what Mitten Squad does. I've, I've seen these videos around but I believe he does a lot of stuff in Fallout, which is the thing that I'm not particularly interested in. But he was mentioned many times here, and I've, I've only scrolled some of the comments, so it was even more than this. But uh, Mitten Squad had a history of alcoholism, not to say he fell off the wagon hard, but this history makes his sudden disappearance unsettling. The video I most know Mitten Squad for is um, Can You Beat GT5 With Only A Pistol? Got almost 4 million views, almost two years old now. But just today, Mitten Squad had an update on his circumstances on Twitter. Little bit of a life update. My drinking has gotten so out of control that I had to go to the emergency room again yesterday. I got some bad news there. Turns out I've got pancreatitis. The frequent vomiting sucks, but the pain is indescribable and nothing seems to make it stop. Probably not the news that anyone wanted to hear and that is uh, super depressing. I mean, it sucks when anyone falls on hard times, but when someone is so valued and loved and, and, and stuff, it, it affects a lot more people and seems far worse. I mean, I, I said in response, we have never crossed paths despite existing in similar corners of the internet, but hearing of all your struggles recently was deeply, uh, deeply saddening. I wish you all the best to pursue a healthy, happier future, mate. I know many who are rooting for you as well. I never know what to say when I hear about stuff like that. Like, any one of us could have been in an environment that would have led to a similar addiction, right? We, we all don't have the same genetic predisposition to addiction. We, we're not all in the same environment that can inspire such things. Any one of us could fall on similar times or could have if the circumstances were right. And it's a tragedy. Then they now have to battle with addiction, which anyone who's ever been addicted to anything will know is a, is a hard struggle to have to go through. Especially now, given how the extent of it and how it's impacted his body. And uh, obviously I wish him the, the best with it. Not only for himself, but uh, the, the people who value his contributions to their lives in regards to his content and stuff. So I largely include this update for those who, who want to know, uh, who might not be on Twitter and wouldn't have seen this. YouTubers changing their layout design to resemble the mobile version. 
So YouTube is testing a new design for their desktop layouts. I don't have it myself, but one of my mods has shown me some pictures of it and described it to me. New YouTube design on AB testing right now closely resembles the mobile experience with the comments in a separate pop-up and an infinitely scrollable list of recommendations below the video. However, the main difference is that it's the recommendations list from your home feed, which is useful for me since I often go back to the home feed and click another video from there. Also, you see more comments on a first glance than you usually do on desktop, which could be detrimental in that comments can spoil the video for the viewer. Only seems to run if you open a video from your home feed. So this is what it looks like. These are recommendations, four recommendations, and you can just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And this is the comments here. So it shows the title and description here, and then you can expand it and just show comments like this and scroll down. And I'll be honest with you, this is probably better in a way. When I ask people, is YouTube the best social media? People, many of them responded, I don't think YouTube is even a social media. As crazy as that is to me, Clearly, a lot of people have no interest in the comment section or talking to people in the comment section or any of the discussion that happens there. This is just Netflix, but with lower production values usually, right? To a lot of people. Other people don't matter. And I would argue that having more recommendations on the page, large, so you can like see them and, and scroll through them instead of having to like navigate pages to get back to the homepage and stuff, this will result in more retention than do the comments, right? Because like when you go to a normal YouTube video and you scroll down here, like these are off to the side, you, you've been paying more attention to comments, but the comments aren't gonna lead you to another video, which is the thing that YouTube wants. Once you click in and watch as many videos as possible, finding new stuff to keep you engaged. Why do I have like 50 things from John Oliver? I watched one John Oliver video, are you crazy? This is worse than being caught like looking at porn or something. Someone's been using my computer, man. Ah. <laughs> yeah, as Lee says, you can see the comments while you're watching the video which yes, could spoil things in the video, but also could increase engagement as well. Because while watching the video, you'd be like, oh, someone said something in the comments there that I actually want to respond to. And so you can click in and respond while watching the video, keeping you even more engaged actively in the video, which I, I think is good. As with all things, there's upsides and downsides. And while I totally see the downside in that things can be spoiled, I think in terms of retention and, and pro probably even viewer enjoyment that this is probably going to be better. I will say though that usually the top rated comment isn't a spoiler, at least in my videos. They're normally like just random comments of like some line I said in the video that's kind of funny, I suppose. Well, I guess that would be spoiling that line, I guess. I'll have to test this out for myself if it truly is better, but I wouldn't be surprised if they end up adopting this, really. Seems like crap for viewers though, really busy design. Is it busy compared to this? This definitely looks less busy. It looks cleaner, it should take a while to get used to. But obviously the reason why they have this here so that you can infinitely scroll is because clearly that's had some success in shorts and TikToks, right? They want people to be able to more easily infinitely scroll. I wonder if there's gonna be titles below these thumbnails actually. Oh, there are titles, okay. So maybe we'll all experience this somewhere down the line. This GTA 5 speedrun strategy is truly millions to one. So you likely all know of the, where on the mission complications you jump with your car into Michael's backyard. There is one thing that I've always known as possible, but I'm not sure I've ever shown to anyone else. And that is when this happens. This was done by Canvas and they did it with uh, copyrighted music. So I'm just gonna have to mute all this, unfortunately. So he's building speed. Up he goes and into the window. The odds of that are millions to one. In all the time that I've practiced it and did it, I never got this to happen. 
Fortunately, rather than just getting stuck at this window running against it, you can spam camera to get off it. But that would save so much time if you could get that consistent, but it would just never happen. But it's still pretty damn cool. Are there really cougars in missions? So there is a website called cougarsinmissions.com. It goes to this. Man versus nature, the truth about cougars in GT5 missions. Was this covered in rambles before? Because this looks vaguely familiar. Well, the footage is obviously familiar. But uh, there's the cougar with the, his nose up Trevor's ass. Matthew Judge, known as Viper AU, is a popular Twitch streamer and YouTuber. I know about that. Best known for his pacifist chaos, no damage, and speedruns of GT5. In a popular clip from one of his Oko streams, Darkfiber AU was mauled to death by a cougar during a mission, which ruined his run. He was hitted to make the claim that there are no cougars in missions. Despite his claim, we're here to set the record straight. And so this is just the clip which you've all seen a million times now. It's even got 1.1 million views now on the clip channel. As you can see, he was shocked by his encounter, exclaiming, there aren't cougars in missions. I heard it, but there aren't cougars in missions. This is millions to one. This is actually millions to one. Despite what Dark Five AU believed, cougars can indeed spawn in GT5 missions. This fact can be backed up by an older clip in which Dark Five AU had a close encounter with a cougar in a mission during one of his speedruns. In the clip, Dark Five AU is on the side of the road, calling a taxi when suddenly a cougar appears and starts running towards him. Just as he notices the predator heading his way, an NPC driver speeds up and hits the cougar, saving Dark Viper's run from a certain death by mauling. You guys may not have seen this one. This one's an old one, so. The, the circumstance might not come again. Only has 23,000 views. But so it's I, done I well in short I don't think that's the case for... Oh, oh my god! It's... That, that... That... That tiger was about to kill me. And that car took them out. And I lived. Hey, my man, where are you going? That was amazing. I didn't even know a, car, a, a tiger could, a, a puma, a, a lion, I don't know, a, a cougar, I don't, I don't know, whatever's that. That was crazy. That was definitely good RNG, that was fucking madness. That is like my favorite thing that's ever happened ever. My favorite thing that has happened ever. The shorts version is still better though. I also had a cougar in one of my pacifist episodes, if you recall. The Battle of Rocco one. There's a coyote, no, there's a that's a mountain lion right there. It's running away. The GT5 wiki page also supports the fact that cougars can spawn in missions by stating that these animals can appear in various locations, including during missions, although they do so extremely rarely. As the wiki page explains, cougars, albeit extremely rarely, can sometimes spawn during missions as they can outside of them. However, one is very unlikely to come across them as there are very few missions that put the player in the territory or location that they patrol. Hawk cougars less than five miles away, hawk cougars in your area. I am surprised it's not at the clip again. Yeah, so weird website. I have no idea who made it, but uh, thank you for making that. That person is literally paying for that domain to keep this joke up. It's crazy. The person who did the Kugel website is named Canmus in my Discord. That's cool. Apparently Canmus used ChatGPT for, for a lot of the text on that website. Math proves that GTA Chaos Mod is not rigs. Kramer Peter has gone through multiple seasons of chaos and done the statistics for it. The average highest voted for effects was 65%. As in, the one that was in first position on average is 65% of the vote, with 11,281 votes. So you guys are in the majority, usually in agreement as to what effect you want. This is saying like, if the top percentage was between 91% and 100%, how often was this one picked? Because obviously it's a proportional voting system. It's not 100% guaranteed that the most voted one's going to be picked. And it says 91.7%. And so between 81 and 90%, it was 85%. 
71 and 80%, it's 75%. And it goes all the way down here. So basically, what it's saying is, the percentages are correct. If the top voted one is voted for by 70% of the audience, it has a 70% chance of happening. This is an analysis of 11,000 votes that show that. It is not rigged. 100% as determined by math. The only thing that looks a little bit rigged, if the top vote is between 30% and 25%, it had a 47% chance of being picked. But the reason for that is the small sample size. There were only 19 examples where the top vote was between 25% and 30%, because that would require you guys to be effectively voting pretty much evenly between all four options. It's only happened 19 times in all these series. Top voted effects when available, spawn grief for Jesus, 97.75%. So 97.75% of the time, the top voted choice, if it was available, was spawn grief, extreme grief for Jesus. Next is teleport to Mount Chiliad, 97.7%. Then teleport to top of Maze Bank, 95.7%. Teleport to LS Airport, 93.5%. And spawn grief for Jesus, 93.48%. So you guys will vote for extreme grief for Jesus over a teleport, but you won't vote for normal grief for Jesus over a teleport. Highest average vote percentage. Spawn extreme grief for Jesus, 83.32%. So that's the average vote you do for that. Teleport to Mount Chiliad, 82.40%. Teleport to random location, 82.25%. Spawn grief for Jesus, 81.98%. Teleport to Ellis Airport, 80.04%. Effect that's happened the most, Insane Gravity, 97 times. Fake Death, 93 times. Fake Crash, 92 times. Jesus Take the Wheel, 91 times. Fake Teleport, 90 times. This isn't all series of Chaos Mod, it's just some of the series, and I can't really tell which ones it is. Regardless, interesting data. Thank you, Kramer Peter. Tanish asks, will Chaos inevitably end anytime soon? Episodes are still getting like 130,000 views in like two weeks, for example. There's not an insane level of viewership, but clearly still a lot of people like the series and I still enjoy doing it. And it is one of the easier things for me to do. And I do like consistent series. So I doubt it will finish anytime soon. I did prefer the chaos distance runs that I did where an effect is applied every 250 meters, but I can't just continuously do that over and over again. Like the, the gimmick of that will clearly run out a lot faster. Yeah, so I can't imagine I'll end it anytime soon. I'm going to buy myself a Samoy dog, which was the inspiration for my emotes. I spent a few hours yesterday looking at like how to get a Samoyed, which is the inspiration for the emotes that I use in chat. I just think it'd be so fitting to have one. And I like dogs a lot. I lived most of my life having a pet dog. Cats are less work? Yeah. But I think I can make the time. And it would force me to run each day. And Samoids, as beautiful as they look and so cute, they're generally speaking needy dogs. You gotta give them attention. And I would have to train it to not bark. Because when I looked into getting a Samoid before, as much as I want one, I know how much effort it is. They don't have a dog smell, which is good, but they do shed to a degree. So I have to like brush them every week, which I mean, it's, it's once a week. Surely I can do that, right? But it's mainly the barking. The barking, that's an issue. Dogs are better companions and I need a companion. So I've trained the Samoid to hold a camera. Regardless, I put myself on some lists for it and we'll see how that goes. Why don't you get a dog that's easy to take care of? Because I really want a Samoid. It's just so cute. And it'll be so fitting. Imagine I just have like this super black room and there's just like a white fluff ball. Like a ghost. Aren't they expensive? Yeah, like $6,000. Australian. So that's like 4000 American. That's like a lot of money. But the cats I'm getting were also like $4,000. Because with cats, I have to get hyperallergenic cats. And those are goddamn expensive. They're going to be bred specifically. With Samoids, it's just... 
a very rare dog that's in high demand. Especially in Australia because Samoids and Shebas are very popular in Asia. I don't know what specific parts of Asia or whatever, but because we have a lot of Asian immigrants in this country, you know, they still have the same taste in dogs, so there needs to be special breeders who do that stuff here as well. TikTok proves that I am not really famous. So yesterday, chat, I was presented with a harsh reality, something that I just refuse to accept, and that is I'm not really famous. I'm not an important person, and I learned that because TikTok rejected my verification request. Your boy ain't ever gonna recover. I'm done for. Irrelevant! TikTok says I suck. Obviously, I don't do that much on TikTok. Silver used to put my newer shorts on TikTok because people just upload them there anyway. And it seemed better to have them on my channel rather than having to continuously take down all the people re-uploading that shit. But Silver hasn't been around for a while. He's gone through some stuff and I hope he's doing good. And so I was looking for someone else to upload my shorts for me. And while I was there, I noticed that you can now apply for verification. So I had to give them some form of ID, which was concerning. I ended up giving them a picture of my driver's license. I'm like, oh man, given TikTok of all places, a picture of my driver's license, it's probably uh, unwise. They do say they don't keep your driver's license. They only keep like the results of the third party verification process, which will just say something like, hey, this guy is who he says he is. But who knows if that's true? It's TikTok after all. I still did it anyway, because I just happened to be there and they asked me for four news articles from reputable sources. And so I, I gave them a couple and within a couple of hours, they were like, no, you suck, get out of here. But now seeing that this is a thing, my managers do have at least one or two contacts at TikTok or something. So I was like, hey, can you just ask them to verify me, please? And so we'll see how that goes with that process. Of course, TikTok still does not give money to Australians because they have not expanded. They create a program out to Australia and therefore it's not that important. I do not particularly like TikTok, but if I can be verified on there, why not, right? Give people a greater ability to recognize me over all the people who pretend to be me on that goddamn platform. I'm upgrading my intro and outro for my live streams. So you guys can see that my intro and outro are not very good these days. Many of the elements that used to be relevant for it have been removed. It's just showcasing some of my videos and my stats, my, my social media, which is not particularly important. And it just has chat there and a Sheba with some snow that I uh, took from Cinemagraphs on Reddit. Great subreddit if you want gifts that just constantly repeat. Given the poor state of the intro and outro for my streams, I decided to look into getting something new. But the thing that I wanted to somewhat emulate is Lyric's intro and outro. Lyric is an old school content creator. It's got all his emotes there in front of a TV. Obviously, I don't want to just rip off this entire design, but this idea of having your emotes watching a TV that has your chat on it, and then like me sitting here on my computer, and then like here having just a bunch of my new videos is kind of what I want. And maybe we could have like a, a few small designs, like a cougar up here or something, like something like that. As I'm not sure how much the end design will be exactly like this, but I'm talking to this person, they made this like three years ago, and apparently the wait is like a month, but I'm hoping I'm gonna get something good. Getting art commissioned is always a fun process. I don't like to waste people's time and be difficult and ask for a bunch of things and stuff. We'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. Have I seen sodas? Oh yeah, sodas is really in-depth. It's, yeah, a lot of memes and stuff. I mean, it's ideally what you want, something that like celebrates your entire history and all the memes of your channel. I've found a new game to obsess over off stream. So some people ask me, do I play video games outside of streaming? And 
It has actually been many, many years since I dedicated played gaming outside of streaming. Outside of, you know, recording GT5 footage, of course. And the reason for that is I always have so many things I need to do. There's currently like nine different things that I should be editing. I never have uh, enough help. I can always make more stuff. In fact, right now, I am looking for new editors. If you're interested, you know, you got some skills, whatever, feel free to hit me up on Discord. But recently, I started playing a game that I was sponsored to play back in 2017. It's a game called Legion TD2. I think I already talked about it a little bit in Rambles, but yesterday, was it the day before? Well, there was a day recently where the first time in memory, I just played a video game all day without any desire to make content out of it, and I shirked all my responsibilities just to play a video game. And I felt really bad afterwards. This game is really good. <laughs> For those who don't know of it, it's developers attempting to recreate a custom map from Warcraft 3 into its own game, similar to what happened with Dota 1 and Dota 2. They took Legion TD1 and made a Legion TD2 outside of the Warcraft 3 engine. Obviously, Legion TD2 wasn't as successful as Dota 2, but there's still many hundreds of people who play it. It can average like a peak of like a thousand players in a day, and the queue times are only like a minute. If you're interested in tower defense games, you know, I recommend picking it up. It's, it's almost like 25 bucks American, not even a full price game. Like I know for a fact when this stream ends, the first thing I'm gonna do is play a game of Legion TD2. The question then remains, why don't I just do it on stream? Even though very few people will know what's going on and very few people will want to watch. There'll be some people, right? So we ended here. Thank you for watching and joining me on my new channel. I wish you all the best.